<laughs> just took my voice. It took everything. Oh dear. Did you get your, I got, I got my flu shot this year and it really made a difference. Oh yeah. Well, my daughter's, my daughter's got kids at home and my dad's in a home and mom's in a home. So feels like the, the right thing is, um, it's snowing at Whistler. Oh, it's coming down. Yep. Actually, I just look up. It's actually slowed down, but yeah, when I went to the gym this morning, it was, uh, nice though. Yeah. No, I love it. I really like the cold life. I know it sounds strange, but uh, uh, I'm warm all the time, you know, at 48. <laughs> the age. So, um, but thank you for um, offering to be a speaker. Sure. Really appreciate it. Um, what was your topic you wanted to hit up? What, what, well, I think I, I do a talk that I quite like that I've been doing a lot more for people and it's called burnout to balance because a lot of people, or I also call it um, peace in the midst of stress because people I'm finding my clients are very, very stressed. There's a lot of anxiety. Um, they're overwhelmed mm -hmm. and they're just not, not feeling safe in their world. Yeah. And that's exactly what I, I talk about too, is, you know, Maslow's principles of you've got to feel safe first right. before a lot of the other things can happen well it's i, I work with people because i do a lot of energy work i coach i do energy work but i also um and i use the natural remedies so those are and so one of the things i always go through is the chakras so root is all about feeling safe mm -hmm. so you have to start there because if they don't have that foundation which i really like the title burnout to balance i was yes. just listening to cbc uh, to this great gen x um, discussion about women with in the Gen X, which is me. Uh, I think it's what is it, sixty-seven up to eighty something. Okay, I think. And all those women are feeling unsafe. They were made, made this big promise that they could go out in the world and they could have families and a full-time job. And a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no one told them how, right? And so now they're stuck in this position where they're just exhausted. They haven't. They're not financially where they want to be. They're not spending the time with their kids that they thought they would. And the key part to that too is a lot of them. I wasn't, but a lot of people were brought up in broken homes as well. Those those kids, because that's when divorces started really hitting too. So there's just. Yeah trauma upon trauma right so divorce upon divorce too um creating more underlying stress right where things are just out of, out of balance everything you know and and um i find for me i'm also doing a talk at the end of the month i'm doing it out the valley at a, a wisteria acres i don't know she doesn't usually come into the city i'm from the valley you know a lot about my history but i used to have a wellness center in langley and I ran that for nine years. So it was focused around in nature, but I taught people about energy. We did a lot of um, day retreats, couple of day retreats. I brought shamans out. I brought different people who did different modalities because um, I love I love that. And I made a line of bath and body, all natural. And that, but um, my husband and I were not aligned and I went through a divorce. So we were a long-term marriage. So that was me um, remaking myself after that. So, into yeah, this. so how do I re redo what I've all my skills and all my knowledge from all my years and right. how do I go forward with that well, if you're from Langley have you ever heard of Edenvale then yes yeah that's where I grew up oh lovely <laughs> so totally get it lovely so that was and I went through a divorce so midlife that was um 
you know, I, when I look back, we weren't that healthy a couple, I get it, but I wanted that business so much and that for me, because it was my coming into age for myself. That's what I felt, but you know, there's ego there too. So anyway, that was, that's, that's no more, but I take all the skills and knowledge I learned from all of that. But I think also a lot of times I work with people, it's um, in nature, helping them get grounded because we're not grounded. More root chakra work. I, I live in a home with stone floors. Yeah. And they're not, not tile. I mean, literally I'm looking down at flagstones and it's amazing. I think it's been part of my process to get grounded too and living here and it, it's a it, in floor flagstone and it does it and and also just being able to like i'm looking at the mountains right now i am surrounded by nature yes i don't know if you can see out the windows here let's see if i uh, oh beautiful yeah so you can see i'm looking across at rainbow i look out at a lake it's it's so healing every morning just to be i i <laughs> I grew up on the North Shore and we skied a lot at Whistler. So Whistler is a second home to me. And uh, I live on the North, in North Van. And I don't think I could live in Vancouver when I moved away from, I liked it because I was on property, but I don't think I could live in Vancouver if I didn't live um, in, on the North Shore because I can go for a hike at any moment I want to. Yeah, I tried living downtown. Um, I, when I first moved from Abbotsford where I was surrounded by Valley all day, I realized I've been surrounded by mountains or hills on my whole life. Yeah, you're, you're cradled, cradled. And moving to downtown Vancouver, even though you think you are, you're not. It's not the same thing as ooh, having ooh. access to, uh, every, you have to, you still have to cross a bridge to really get to it. And I'm sorry, Stanley Park just ain't quite it. <laughs> it's beautiful though for people, but, uh. When I come back, I ride the sea bus a lot. And that is, it, as soon as I'm on it, it's like, okay. I love the sea bus. <laughs> yeah, I lived in North Vancouver for three months before I moved up here. And I think it is, the North Shore is another place um, that I would definitely consider living into. Or, you know, I kind of see, it's really funny because, and a lot of us do, I see the sea to sky, like North Shore as part of the sea to sky corridor. And it's just kind of, I'm, I'm down there a lot. Yeah. Yeah. The best part I did, you know what I did for Christmas dinner? I texted Loblaw on my little phone app, ordered my groceries from the one on Lonsdale, and they put them in my car, and I drove away. How? Yeah. It was amazing. People just need to know that that's available, and they can, they can use those things, right? You save so much money, too, because I was like, I'm sitting here in Whistler, looking at my cover, going, oh, I already have that, and I already have that. And you right. can make an educated decision on what you want to do on your flyer you're not making an emotional decision in the grocery store right and you're actually looking at what, what's in the cupboard and what you actually need and someone's like oh but i need to touch my vegetables but if you've ever been to the longsdale on the north shore like all their vegetables are really nice like i would never be yeah. worried about anyone they don't put anything out that isn't rock star i find for me um i like to go to the little markets in the summer because it's an experience so it's the experience of it but yeah i agree with you i agree with you I, in the summertime, when I'm down there, I bring bag two big bags back of groceries. Of just it's quite a nice mar farmer's market, though, at Whistler, too, on Sundays, I think it is. Well, I actually grow a lot of my own up here. Who are you? So once it gets to summer, I don't need as much. Yeah. So I have a full garden that I literally eat out of all summer. It's just that our growing season is a lot later. 
And can you tell me how you manifested Whistler and that beautiful home you're in? How did that, I don't know that if you could just tell me quickly and then we'll, I'll I, tell you more I, about it. I caretake this home. I, I was a caretaker for this house for a full year before I moved here. I said to these trees, I said, you know, we really need to spend some more time. <laughs> and we did. <laughs> That's exactly how it happened. And I hit send on the email and said, can I, can I come and stay there a little bit for a while? And offered them a good, decent, instead of them paying me, I'm paying them now. So right. it works out really well. Their daughter's coming, for example, in a couple of weeks and I'll have the house all ready for them. I've kept the Christmas tree still up. And yeah, Where do you go then? Do you stay there? Um, she comes and goes. She's, I've been here when she's here before, but I do have a person on the North Shore that I'll probably come down and stay with maybe. Okay. Depending on the week, if it's uh, if it's my days off too, because I work at the gym here too. So okay. I have and I have friends that would I can couch surf with. But we're also I've, I've met them a couple times, so I you know it's good either way. I, I actually have a bedroom downstairs, so I can kind of sleuth myself away and perfect. It's good. Perfect. I'm pretty busy, so um, and I, I have obviously if I have my laptop, I can work from pretty much anywhere. Right. So it works out well. That is the goal. The goal is to have the laptop lifestyle, right? Yes. So yes. We can move and shift, and yeah. And, and having having a potentially a partner in the North Shore does does make it nice to be able to just get away. And it's good. So I'll actually be down on Monday. I'm gonna go get my face done at uh, Estes. And um, if you want to grab a coffee, let me know. I can't. I'm part of a mastermind. I joined it. Um, and I go to you. It's in LA. Oh, okay. So I go to LA twice a year and um, it's next week. There's two, three days of mastermind. So I like it because he's fun and very creative and he's a marketer. Mm -hmm. And which one is the one with Jocelyn or? No, his name is um, Craig Deswald. And he's a really funny, he tells great stories. So it's lively and um, he's very reasonable. Not going actually. When I joined, I went, this is great. And I'm going, but I go with a friend that I know. So we, we share, but um, it's, I've, I've enjoyed it. And I've enjoyed the people there and something different about um, Americans to Canadians that I'm noticing Americans go, I'm on it. Let's go. Let's do it. They're do it, doers. Canadians are, okay, maybe I'll think about it. Let's, well, you know, my goal is to take our mastermind group and we're going to be doing, um, doing the same thing up here because I see a lot of people going to California. So I would love your feedback on what you'd like, what would get you to stay in Whistler, like come up to Whistler for a weekend and what kind of people would you want to be surrounded with here that would give you that same feeling? I would love to hear about that when you get back. Okay, we can brainstorm that up later. And one thing about him is he's very direct. So if it, if he wants something and you don't send it, then he, he doesn't have time. He wants everybody to be successful. And I, that's why sometimes I like to be around men because men are on it. Yep. Women can be a little. And that's what's been, um, I have a mastermind group, as you probably know. Yes. That we've been meeting and I'm just finding I'm not, I don't find they're getting the results I want them to get because maybe I'm not being harsh enough with them. Um, I see people spinning their wheels and it's like, no, just get shit done. <laughs> I have a client up here. I go to her office. We just sit down and she has got it done by the end of the day. And that's just, and that's a realtor mindset as well. So. I think I've met her. Um, 
Kathy. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. That's, I do like that. So it, it is about what, if you're going to take it and what are you going to do with it? Because yeah. there's, I have a lot of ideas and some come to fruition and some don't, and some are on back burners. Like it's not quite time yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're going to do one on the Monday before the ladies meeting uh, on the 27th or 28th this month. And I'm, I'm setting the bar a lot higher for people to come for a full six to eight hours. And so I, I, I would love to hear your feedback when you get back. So, okay. Yeah. No, I've been, I, I like him a lot. Um, and he did let some people go who he said, you know, he just, he didn't say who it was, but people who are, he wants people that are players. Do you want to play and be doing it and do it? Right. Yeah. And well, I also, like, people are like, Oh, you do so much. I'm like, no, I'm just getting stuff done. Right. You have too many groups. You have too many this. I'm like, then it's just not for you. And that's fine. That's fine. Just move on. People love to project no, don't they? their own stuff onto you, right? Because sometimes I go, I have a, a, quite a few irons in the fire, but I go, I get bored if it's just the same old, same old all the time. I do. I do get bored. Well, I think the key part is, is it part of your bigger vision? Right. Sometimes you need to have a few fires because that one might take a little longer to heat up and you got to keep doing it. Is it part of your bigger vision and does it fit into what you're doing? And when that happens and you've got that bigger vision and you've got flow, then things will work. It's when, I think it's, it is the shiny object syndrome though that can get us distracted, right? Yes. 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 Definitely. Okay, let's talk back about burnout. Okay, let's go back. Okay. Um, and did you get the link to the website? Um, just to go through some of um, what I usually do with a speaker is um, the part that's missing on there is you actually also get a couple of free things. Um, if you can get into the Entrepreneur Collective, there's also... Um, I did. I signed up for that, but I have not gone through. I just signed up this morning, so I just put myself in. I'll go back and go through. Okay. I didn't see an attachment about the talk. I'm not sure if there was one there. So I'll, I'll send you the right links for it. So it, there, it's in um, the speaker's training. Okay. Uh, there's some checklists, but also you get a free hour of training with Gina Best as well, which I don't know if I haven't told you that probably. Um, no. just, just speaker coach training. It just, I find that it was really, it made a really big difference to have just someone to check in with going, okay, I've got this done, this done, this done. Um, that has, you know, she's done a lot of training for speaking. I don't know how much training you've done for speaking either. I've done training, um, but it's all a work in progress, right? Well, it's always good to check in with someone and to, and just, yes. it's not, it's not about teaching you as a mother. It's coaching, right? It's, uh, I've done this, this, and this. Is there anything I missed? There's something I could right. do better. Have I got my guests out? Have I sent them invites and things like that? Um, right. And I'm just getting good at, at making sure that I provide that too. Um, okay. Because I want to, I want to have a different level of speaker than we've had in the past. Um, I want people who are more engaged, more willing to, who want to fill the room. Like, I literally had someone who has been one of our speakers go, I didn't really see it as a speaker platform. I'm like, I provided you with a room full of people. Right. 20 to 30 people that you're actually going to get to have a conversation with. You're going to sit in a room with them again, probably 10 to 11 more times. So they know, like, and trust is all yours. Right. right. <laughs> like, eat it up, baby. Right. Um, the follow-up, you've got to, uh, and for anybody that you, that, you would normally be coming in to see you cold. You've already got referrals. Oh, I've known Robin for months. I've known her for years. Yeah, she's a great. Da, 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 da. So any cold leads that you're bringing into 
to the group of people who've never heard you talk or you want to see you that because you, you get to, um, uh, actually 10 free tickets to put in the room. Okay. Um, you, you already have people going, oh, you don't know Robin that well. Oh, we do. We, she shows up all the time. She's always here. She's so consistent. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I don't know her that well, but I know she's been here all the time. Like, right. you've instantly in the room got all of these referrals for you. And someone's telling me it's not a speaker platform. I'm like, what have I done wrong? So this is where I've gone and implemented okay. lists. Um, uh, I'm going to have a, a, there is, I just want to send you the link of how to sign people up that are going to come for free. I've actually taken off even any charge for the people who want to come for the first two months. They just have to go into the Entrepreneur Collective, sign up for the ladies meeting and take their two months for free. So they're going to get access to all of the online training as well and anything that's free within the collective. Um, just because we're also networking with Judy's group, I need to have a place that's male, female friendly too. So that right. covers that base and it just creates a system. And I hope that people are also watching that there's a system being created because the way I learn is I've watched Tony Robbins. I used to sat with my, sit with my babies and watch Tony Robbins and watched how he did tape systems. I bought his tapes and then I did this. And then, you know, then he wrote a book. I'm like, okay, I've got a book. And, you know, like, what are other people doing that are right. networks and building their influence that you can do? And so I realized I really need to show that more, right? Right. And just model what's successful and what works for them. Mm -hmm. Yes. And if you're not, if you don't have a system, you can't grow within your business. Right. You know, so it's just, just makes sense. I just finished with a coach. Well, I'm, I'm not quite, but I'm going to finish within the next few months. And she has been excellent for me with my systems. Perfect. Excellent. Yeah. Really happy with her. So I have spoke um, a number of times. I'm, I'm, I'm getting more comfortable with it for sure. I'm, I, I like to speak. I like to share because it's really, I realize it's not about me. It's about what can I share with people. So I, I'll just share a couple of things that I talk about. So I do talk about how burnt out and stressed people are, how um, and overwhelmed and what stress actually does to the body. Because I think people have to understand what's going on. And then I don't think I can do this in the talk, but I usually take them through a grounding exercise. It would probably take too long and people are eating. I'll see, I might do a very short version of that i'm not okay, sure and i i would um keep it to a minute yeah i don't know I if i can other do people it. try to do the grounding thing in the middle i don't know if you remember i can't remember who it was but it was like it went on too long yeah but no, it was I, necessary it just went on too long i think what i might do is just some breathing and a visualization of being connected and then just for a minute and then just breath and then maybe even more at the beginning just so people can um understand um, be okay, present well, in the room because we're eating lunch and there's a lot going on. Like just really get them focused. Okay, I'm here. It focuses on them on me. Okay, well, why don't we do this? Because normally I've been having Paige do it. Because why don't you do the opening before lunch where we do a little grounding exercise? Okay, I'll do that. And then we'll just remind them of it. Okay, I'll just get I'll, I'll add that into because I, I really, Paige got me to start doing that. She put her boot in my back and she got me to start. Oh, yeah, you got to bring everybody together. Yeah, and it's really making a difference. Um, so if you, but again, 30 to 60 seconds max, because for some people, this is really uncomfortable. I know. Other people, they sit there for a whole hour and do it, right? So um, it's just, it's just like touching on something and getting people to see how effective it is. Yeah. 
and then going from there and then invite people to come and do it with you at a different time too, right? Okay, so we'll do a grounding at the opening with you. I'm writing notes here as we go. <laughs> yeah, me too. And then, um, so, okay, where was I? So, and then I, I start to talk about, I normally talk about time and how busy we all are and how we're so much up in our minds that people aren't in their body. So a lot of my work is how do we get back in the body and feeling what the body's communicating with you? Mm -hmm. I, how long do I have? 20? 25 minutes. Okay. Um, and that's the one thing I've been, um, we've, uh, there's a breakdown I can send you of, of getting people to break down their talk. So they're awesome. watching their time. Yeah. I'm pretty good with time. I'm very good with time. Perfect. And I will be practicing this. Normally this is 45, so I will take parts out. So we go into that. And then sometimes I go in what, what because a lot of times I deal with communication and people get, um, when we're stressed and we have to communicate, we get anxious and more about these conversations that are going to be challenging because that's my work is working with people who are going through difficult, challenging times. So just about how to communicate in a healthier way, just some tips, more tips, more of that. So communication, time and boundaries and women need to do more work with boundaries. So boundaries in, re in regards to balance? Boundaries in regards to balance. So being able to say no, um, what's healthy for you, instead of saying, oh, I can do this, I can do this, and I can do this, and then it comes to it, and then, because I think women are very good at this, um, and then when it comes down to doing it, we're oh, too overwhelmed because we're doing too much work, too much of everything else. And then we may go to something and do it, but we're resentful. So you're in an energy. And I do talk about energy because we are energy and how when our vibration drops, when we get stressed. So that's part of the stress part of it too. And then healthy tips and ways to raise your vibration, how to find your ways out of stress. So it's all natural. Okay, so if this normally takes you 45 minutes, here's what I would love to do this month is um, A, do, do the members podcast with you, which is where we just get to know you more about Robin. Okay. Number two, let's do um, a Zoom call. Unless there's a time that we can do it in person, I would rather, rather do it in person, kind of more interview style of the 45 minute so that when you're done your talk, you can say, you know what, this is a short version. Okay. But if you want to go into the collective, we'll have a masterclass. They're ready for you with some downloads. And then it's also a direct sales tool for you. What do you think? Okay. okay. Yeah. I think so that's a good idea. The podcast is um, just, you know, 15 to 25 minutes. It's so someone can listen to it on the run and everything. Um, and we can do that just on Zoom. And I want that. I always try to get that up for the 15th. And then also then if you would like, if you have a blog that you would like to um, do any, anything you want to blog about, you have a blog space to do that. Um, and then if we can, um, just depending on maybe when you get back. Okay, I'm not back till the, um, let me just check. I'm back on next, I go Sunday and I'm back on the Friday. So that's past the middle of the month. That's fine. No, it's just a podcast I would like to get done by 15th. Okay. Um, but that's talk. And so do you have time this week? I'm going to be, oh, sorry. When are you going? I go on the 12th. 
Yeah, no, this week's a write-off. Um, 12th, and then you're back on the... 17th. 17th. Is there a Monday in there? What's the 17th? Hold on. 17th. Friday. What about Sunday? Do you do, what do you do on Sundays? I know some people Sundays are off limits. Sunday or no, Monday? I'm open to Sunday, but I'm leaving at um, 8.30 in the morning. We could do a, we could do it later on the day on the 12th. I'm going to be in LA. Oh, Sunday night of the 12th. Yep. You could meet, I'll be down there. I might get in trouble for this, but yeah, let's meet. No, we're, no, I'm going to, I'm flying to LA at 8.30 on Sunday. Oh, okay. So I can't. Morning or afternoon? Morning? I'm flying in the morning, but I could talk late, later in the day on, I don't know, like Sunday is, when I get there, I think I get in about 11.30. Okay, so for the podcast, could you do Thursday morning, the 9th? Yes. Okay. Thursday morning, the 9th. And I'll say, it's just eight questions. I, I forgot to send you the link for that. And it's just super easy stuff, like a life hack. What's your favorite book? It's really about like how people can get to know who you are as a person versus what you do, right? Yeah. Yeah. You probably, um, have you listened sorry. to any of our podcasts before? Sorry? Have you listened to any of our um, podcasts? Yes, I have listened to podcasts. I have listened to a few of your podcasts. So it's just, um, it's fun. It's fun? Did you say that? Yeah, it's fun. I like podcasts. I listen to a lot of, I, I've always been a radio and then now podcast. I like it. It's like a very inexpensive way to learn. Well, I was <laughs> this, this morning. I actually was sitting in my car and I Facebook lived the radio thing I was listening to. I was like, Oh, everyone's going to listen to radio now. <laughs> <laughs> well, CBC is great. I love CBC. My mom used to call CB, CBC the poor man's university. <laughs> You know, it really is. My dad listened to it all day. It was always on in the house. Yeah, my dad always had it on while he was shaving in the morning. Yeah. And it was just, uh, it's so funny. I'm like, you don't know who Michael Enright is? You know? Because <laughs> I'm like, you know, now that Peter Zosky's gone, I'm like, Peter yeah. Enright's the one who's going to go next. I'm going to miss that voice now, too. <laughs> but we now have, uh, and then, you know, it's like, you, you know, you're Canadian when you can say Ian, Ian Hannah Mansing and Pia Patachatic. <laughs> 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 what time on thursday um how about 11 again okay that's what i had okay please send me what what the questions are yeah it's just another link there's just stuff on the website um and then also you're totally welcome to off-road with any of those as you probably know if you've listened to the podcast at all. <laughs> um so if there's something you're like, I'd rather you ask me this, then just, it's totally flexible. It's not like a hard set of rules. It's about just an outline for a conversation because not everyone's comfortable getting online and just chatting. And then I also find people want kind of like a beginning and an end in a podcast. And so they know if, if they listen to us on a regular basis, then they know what the beginning is. And they know that, for example, that the life hack is at the end. And it just kind of, it just kind of gives it some brackets, but everything in the, in between is really flexible. Right. 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 And then, um, what I would do for the, um, I like to call it the masterclass because I think if 45 minutes, that's a really lovely 
Um, and then if we go over 15 minutes, it's a really nice one hour presentation of who you are, what you do. And, and so you need to have, um, you know, a really good proper sales plug through it too. So that when you get yeah. to the end, have you, have you got something like that laid out? I've got stuff like that. Yes, I do. Seating. Yes. And then how I work with people. Yeah. Okay. And if you, if you need any help with that, let me know. I actually just purchased um, the knowledge business blueprint as well from Anthony Robbins, which has a lot of tips and tricks and tools and stuff in it with hook story close as well. So that, if you're interested in any of that, let me know. I'll, um, yeah, actually I'll send you a link for the, the new book that Dean, Dean Graziosi and um, Anthony Robbins have collaborated to um, put together a really beautiful piece of software, but then all of the trained to use it. It's, it's pretty cool and quite impressed. Huh. Okay. Quite impressed. The book I think is, uh, Dean's book is free. I'll send you a link to that. And then if you, if that resonates with you, like feel free to check out the other stuff. I'm not. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll send you a link to that. The book is called the underdog advantage and I'm just, I just got my copy of it. And it, at first I was like, Oh, it's just going to be another bullshit book, you know, whatever. And I'm like, Oh, I totally resonate with that. <laughs> yes. As a really young mom and stuff, I always felt like this kind of underdog and always being that person who didn't quite, you know, I didn't have the husband to, you know, people like, I, I don't know. I, I didn't have anyone to be on anyone's arm and it was just always just me on my own. And when I, when uh, I lived in Abbotsford, there was people who were like, thought Anthony Robbins, but you know, 10 years later, they're going to his events, right? I was just, no, but I had the, what was it? Power. I had this, I had the tapes and my kids, they were always on in the car. So my kids. Yeah. Yep. And it's really funny. Cause it means that you were probably ahead of your time as well. I was, I've, I've always been out of the box and ahead of my time, way ahead of my time and going, where, what's wrong with people? Why aren't they getting this stuff? Yeah. The resident, it's about being in vibration, right? Yeah. And they no, weren't always vibration at the time. Definitely. Um, forerun. And even with the grief work, it's, 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 we're so death phobic in the West. We, we're, we're so scared of it. And this is, I'm finding as I'm moving through my business. So that's why I'm moving a bit more into stress and anxiety. I come into grief with them, but because, but I won't start with that because it's too much for people. And, um, but I go, I feel like it's just at the cusp, but then people are going to want to start talking about it and looking at this about how to be healthier around the whole aspect of end of life. Mm, well, and we've had a little bit of this discussion before where I felt like I was really pushing my parents yeah. um, to get into, to, I'm like, just make a freaking plan. And my mom would be like, you just want me to die. I'm like, no, I just want you to be happy. Yeah. You know, and now dad, they've both moved to a new town. It's the same one as my daughter, which is lovely for, for me, but not for her necessarily because her, her grandma stalks her. She, I was at your house. I was at work, grandma. <laughs> I was at her house again. I was at work. So she'll stop by her house three times sometimes. But she's found a independent living situation where she's got her own apartment. And, but people that someone's got her key. So if she hasn't been seen for a couple of days, someone's going to go knock on her door. And then dad's in full care. And they can zoom in and meet each other in the middle for coffee. So they're like, like I just couldn't, I, I, in reflection now for the pain that it was to be a nag and have these arguments with my mom 
and have to be like, I don't know. Do you remember when your mom got you in the car when you were a teenager so she could interrupt you and have a conversation with you? And you did that with your kids? I've had to do it with my mom. And her think I was just being <coughs> So, and I'm like, I want to know how much money you have. I want to know where the will is. I want to know what's going on. And she's like, you just want me. I'm like, no, I just want to not worry about it. And she finally got it. But it took getting her in the car and being a little bit, yeah. you know. And now I have this envelope of stuff that I haven't even opened, but I know what I need is in there. And so we see, and that I think we talked in the fall. So that's pretty quick, really. I'm doing actually a talk with um, a woman in part of my, I'm part of a seniors group on the North Shore networking group, and she's with TD Financial. And then she said, I have to talk with people about these topics. But she said, there's nobody about the emotional support. So we're going to come together. We've created a talk around that now. Mm -hmm. All, all these challenging conversations. Yeah, her house is falling apart she's changed the locks on the on the kids so they can't come and help her um and it's so stressful like i'm gen i am that gen x woman who has i have parents i have kids and i have grandparents and i our grandkids which i know i'm kind of i, I am grandma grandma 3.0 i got the, the early upgrade but you know having people to talk to you like you like i so appreciated that little bit of a conversation and it got me on it right so having people with like just having someone to talk to makes such a difference. And to hear that that got that, that to me, to you, that wasn't a, a long amount of time. Um, to me, it felt That's like very, it's quick and that you dealt with it, right? Because so many people, we don't know how to handle these challenging conversations. So we avoid them and it creates more anxiety, more stress. Like it's just how to, that's why I always talk about communication in my talk because it's so essential. And we're not, we weren't really taught how to communicate in a healthy way. No, well, my parents um, didn't, uh, my dad's dad died when he was four. His mom, um, he did not have a good relationship with, I don't think, because he remarried, he didn't talk to him, his brothers and sisters. Uh, and my mom was an only child and her parents died. I remember them dying when I was like five or six years old. Both of them, yeah. they died very, uh, one after the other. They say that my grandfather uh, just basically drove himself off a cliff. He could, you know, he one died and then he didn't want to live on without her kind of thing, which, you know, that's, so that's quite common. That's yeah. quite common. So I didn't get to see how, other than my mom who lived on the West coast and they, her parents lived on the East coast and her cousins took care of them in their finishing years. She never even went back to the funeral that I know about. Maybe she did. I was kind of young, but, um, I have no template for how my parents would like to be treated. Right. Right. Other than my dad has been very graceful in, you know, we got to a point where we talked about my childhood, had some great tears, and he's told me where he wants his ashes buried and da 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 because he's he was more open to that. Whereas my mom's got this huge wall, right? And it's it's so challenging. So I, the service that you that you know, like even just finding any little cracks that you can get into, huge. Yeah. It's 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 huge, and it's it's going to snowball on everybody because we're not dealing with it. And I always say to people, because seniors, I say to them, do this, organize your home, declutter, do this for your children. Because my parents died younger and um, it was a mess and it was overwhelming to be grieving and also having to cope and deal with this stuff. Well, and my mom, I really loved how she handled it, which was surprising. 
Uh, we got dad into a home because she was so exhausted from all the care and caregivers coming into their home and stuff. So she did all the right pieces, got him in home. And she just took six to eight months while the house was up for sale. And she just would spend every day going through stuff. And I am so grateful. That's amazing. So grateful. And a lot of seniors are holders. Because they were married, they're married for 50 years and now they're living separately and they live very separate lives. And to be able to just kind of cathartically go through everything, so healthy. Yes. She doesn't know that, but. <laughs> it's, it, it, it frees everything up. You know, there's a fellow in this senior group. He's a mover. He downsizes seniors on the North Shore. And he, well, I think maybe over town too. He just said at our last meeting, he went and moved something for someone. $15,000 cost them to move because they hadn't, they wouldn't shoot. The woman would not let go. They were just downsizing out of a house. I, I have a friend who does that too. Um, and she goes into, she's got an auction site. Maybe they should hook up. They can help each other out. Uh, yeah. she, she, because then they're, because they feel like the stuff's going up for auction, they're getting something back. I think it helps with the movement as well. So she yeah. goes into the home. It helps people kind of sort things out. And it's like the big pieces get moved out and go to auction. And it sounds like they That's would be great. a good fit for each other too. So she's finally just started her own auction site on top of her moving and, and decluttering and stuff like that. Is she on the North Shore? Uh, she's in Aldergrove, but she um, she does Vancouver. She does whatever needs to be. I, just, I think I took some of my stuff when I went through my divorce to that auction house. No, she's got an online auction. Oh, not, a, not an actual physical, because there's a physical one in Aldergrove. Yes, there is. There is. She has a lot of storage space too. They, they own a nursery, so they ha and they have, um, containers and things like that. I don't know exactly how they're managing it, but yeah, it's a really good fit for her and her business, but. Good but for her. Well, that's, that's, um, that's a niche for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. Well, and dealing with, with um, having the compassion for that piece versus a standard auction. It's like, take it, get rid of it. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, she's got some compassion as to how to manage that too, which I'm sure the gentleman that you have as well um, deals with that, but we're getting on to. Yeah, we're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. Um, and also we're getting on to 45 minutes. So okay. I, should, I should let you go and get on with your day. Yeah. I'm um, going through all my admin and redoing my files for next year. Today's oh, that. Amazing. And I have to, uh, the, the, the photo, the image behind you, it's one that we actually had out at Edenville at somewhere on the walls that I used to look at on a regular. Oh, is it? And I, I, in Kamloops where I was raised as well up to, the age of six we had sheep because that looks like a sh that's a sheep it is a sheep yeah so yeah that's a, I, i've always loved that photo <laughs> well, i love it too my mom gave me that actually so i've always had it it's great so i'll go through my talk again mm -hmm. um and then um let's talk on thursday and then should we set a time up for the to doing the um the master class yeah um, let's look at. So thank you for joining us today. And what do your kids always say to you? My, especially my daughters are always saying to me, mom, you need to share your wisdom. You have so much wisdom. And that's part of the beauty of aging. We have so much knowledge and wisdom and it's time for us to share and, and help others. Mm -hmm.
Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining me today. And I'm looking forward to your talk at the ladies meeting at the Sylvia Hotel. For anyone who's listening and wants to find out more, you can go to theladiesmeeting.com or just send a private message within the collective. And talk to you later. Thank you for having me. Bye. You appreciate your sharing.